Thriving, Week 3, Day 2. Start with prayer. Dear God, please help me to hear you and understand your message for me. The beans or the background. While Paul had never visited the church in Rome before, he does write a letter, the book of Romans, to them. He wrote to them because the Roman church consisted of people with a variety of backgrounds with varying interpretations of things within the church, which needed to be cleared up. His major message throughout the letter is that righteousness is received as a gift from God, not based on any works of the law, the religious rules. Salvation comes from grace by faith, not by our deeds. The verse, Romans chapter 6, verse 14. For sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under the law, but under grace. The fill. What's the point? Sin as a master. It's a weird, hard concept, but think about it this way. Think of some sin that you struggle with. Is it anger, lust, or greed? Whatever your weakness is, try to think about a time where you struggled with that weakness, a time where you were angry, lustful, or greedy. Now, how did that story make you feel? Typically, when we think back on times where we allowed anger or lust or whatever our sin of choice is to take over and lead us, we feel really yucky about it. That is lovely guilt, my friends. Allowing sin to be our master or take over, acting out of anger, lust, greed, or whatever, That is allowing sin to be your master. This always leads to that crushing, horrible feeling that we don't want to live under the weight of anymore. And we don't have to. Sin is no longer our master. Jesus died for the forgiveness of your sins. Your forgiveness was earned before you were even born. And there isn't anything else that that we need to do to earn it. We simply have to accept it. Because we are no longer under the law, but under grace, we have the beautiful ability to let go of that sin and also to free ourselves from the shame and guilt. The steam. What does this mean to me and how can I apply it to my life today? Accepting forgiveness is actually one of the hardest things to do. As women especially, We have a tendency to hold on to our baggage and never allow ourselves the freedom of letting it go. We think back to our high school or college days and become flooded with anxiety over our past mistakes. We think back to conversations we've had where we yelled at our kids or spouse and want to sink down into a hole. You are not alone in your sin. We all sin, and Jesus forgives it all. Yes, even those really dark really personal, secret sins that no one knows about. He has seen them, and he's taken them to the cross on your behalf. You've all probably seen images of Jesus hanging on the cross, especially around Easter time. And while some people feel this need to turn and look away, I encourage you to embrace it, not for the horrific details of his pain and death, but for the fact that he did endure horrific pain and death because of his unending love for you. There was nothing any of us were ever going to be able to do to make up for our sin, to close the gap that exists between us and a holy God. So he did it. He paid the price. 
your sin is buried and gone. So, my dear friend, it's time to stop lugging around the memories. There are so many more things I want to say. So many questions I'd love to ask of each and every one of your particular stories. But there simply isn't time or space in that for that in today's post. So please know that I am a message or email away if you need to talk with anyone about struggles from your past that are still haunting you. You are loved, beautiful, and cherished. Accept his forgiveness and drop the baggage.